podcast with your host andrew cervantes i hope you guys are digging that new you know new soundtrack i just got this beat i think it um i don't know i think it complements it i really just pick whatever beat you know i think that is a good beat you know what i'm saying and something that i could like almost like talk into i oh, the other beat i had i feel like i mean it's good i like it all, like you know i like it and all but i kind of just want to expand like my um my music and stuff and also, before I get into the show, my voice might sound a little weird because I have a sore throat right now. So if you, you know, I apologize if I sound weird on the microphone for all that. But we got a banger episode in store today. Uh, I want to first, well, actually, man, let's just, this is straight up off the top of the head, man. Let's just get right into the show. First, I want to talk about NFTs, non-fungible tokens. If you don't know what NFTs are, uh... I don't know. I don't. I'm not about to explain it. <laughs> you need to get with it. You need to get with it. But NFTs. I was the other day. I was literally looking at NFTs for like, man, probably like four hours. Like legit. I was just on OpenSea, um, just browsing. Like, you know, I I was looking at you know like the um the most popular like the board eight yacht clubs or like the crypto punks whatever. And it's just it blew my mind to see how much these are going for. Like. What I learned about these NFTs, I don't I don't know if I'm right or wrong on this, but just from me doing my research for, you know, hours or whatever and reading about it, like these NFTs are very expensive. I feel like it's a like it's an expensive hobby, like just in general. But I don't know, man, like, you know, I was looking at the the yacht clubs and the crypto punks are going for, like crypto punks. I think, that, you know, we all well, I don't know if we all know, but I know that they're shit some of them are going for you know millions of dollars and none of them are for sale on OpenSea. like everyone that has them is like holding them the yacht club you know cheapest you're looking at is probably i don't even know honestly i don't even want to say a number but i'm assuming like a hundred thousand i'm still very new to the space right but i mean the way this thing works right like on OpenSea at least is you, you got to set up your uh your wallet right like your metamask wallet and honestly, I didn't even set it up. I was really considering it. I wanted to find something I really liked before I even um, thought about, like, you know, purchasing one. But while I was doing all my research, man, I was just hooked. I don't know. I was literally on the laptop for so long just looking at these damn NFTs. And, you know, I joined a whole bunch of discords and just, like, all these communities with, like, these discord people. Like, I don't, it was just cool. I, I enjoyed, like, talking and chatting with people um it was really cool so if any of you guys are out there in in the nft space or whatever uh discords are a huge help you know just i don't know the the app discord might seem a little confusing at first but it's actually really really simple um i was just reading a whole bunch of information on them um ended up not buying any because honestly i think that nfts are like it, it's in a period right now where it's it's gold like it's like a gold rush right like um 
and I don't want to buy anything that I like truly don't love. You know, I don't want to make that mistake. Uh, I, I think I'll own some eventually for sure, but I just, I got to find a community that I, that I like, you know, that I really enjoy to be with and like the right people around me or whatever. But I wasn't, I wasn't just trying to buy one real quick, you know, and like flip it or like, you know, fall for this like thing like, oh, if you buy NFT, you're gonna, you know, make all this money or whatever. I mean, yeah, you probably could, but I mean, I, I think it's, the topic is very, very hot right now. And I think there's a lot of people on it. But there's also all these communities and a whole bunch of NFT like people, and I think it is gonna crash. Honestly, uh, it. I mean, I think NFTs are here here to, to stay for sure. But you know, this gold rush is eventually gonna come down. It might take a year, it might take a couple years, but you know, it's not gonna always stay this hot. Like, for example, like a um a community like the Cool Cats NFTs, right? Like, I mean, this is no like bash against whoever's in there, but like for some reason, like. I don't know, I just can't see it being around in, like, five years, but I could be fucking completely wrong. But, you know, I just, like, I'm not going to buy an NFT that I don't like the artwork with just so, like, you know, I could try to pull a fast one and, you know, try to flip that shit. Like, especially if these things are, like, these JPEGs are going for, like, 700 bucks. I don't want to do that, you know, so I got to buy something I like. And then say, like, you know, I do buy something I like and I end up not fucking with it and, like, the say the market crashes right when i buy it or whatever and then all of a sudden i had paid let's say 400 bucks for this nft it goes down in value right i still want to be able to cherish it and just be like i'm happy that i paid 400 bucks for this even if the market's crashing now this shit is worth 50 bucks i still want to be like well i'm happy because i actually liked it because if you buy something that you don't like in that situation and for 400 bucks and then all of a sudden it goes to 50 you're gonna be fucking pissed at yourself you know what i mean so I mean, you know, I just, I'm not trying to pull a fast one and that buy one quick ass fucking flip. I mean, you could, you know, people not to knock anyone's hustle. It's just not me. You know what I mean? I learned my lesson with all that get rich quick scheme, you know, shit, whatever. <laughs> but I also, I want to talk about, um, the other day I had bought an Oculus Quest 2, right? Um, if you don't know what that is, that's the VR like headsets, you know, virtual reality and honestly, you guys know from pre- like previous episodes, I was talking about the um, metaverse, right? And of course, me fucking all curious and shit, uh, I go to Target, I buy an Oculus Quest 2, my boy Matthew has one, so I was like, whatever, like, I thought it was going, they were going to have, like, virtual worlds, like, on that shit already. I mean, they do, but not to the extent I was, like, kind of expecting, damn, which is basically the fucking metaverse, I guess. But, you know, my boy Matthew has one, so I was like, you know, I'm just buy one and, uh, see, you know, and even if, um, you know, I end up not liking it, my boy Matthew has one and we could just play, you know, like, like a console. Even my boy, uh, Carlos, the host of the Key Feed podcast, he has one too. But, I, I bought one right from Target. Out the door was like 325 bucks, which isn't that bad, like, realistically. Like, it's cheaper than an Xbox or a PS5 or whatever. But, you know, I bought it because I was curious, right, with the whole metaverse situation. And I was like, well, like, let's just buy it and let's just, like, let's just fuck around with it, you know, and try to get a feel for, like, virtual reality, right? But while I was also on um, OpenSea looking at those NFTs, I came across um, the sandbox, and if you don't know what the sandbox is, it's basically kind of like the metaverse. I think it's like the most popular one right now, but it's basically a virtual world, you know, called sandbox, and I saw on OpenSea that they're selling land 
in um they're selling land in the sandbox right so i was like oh shit like you can really buy your own land right so of course me fucking being i don't know a hustler or whatever you know and trying to find some i don't know just i don't know bro i don't know where i was going with that but me just being a fucking hustler i you know i of course look at it like an opportunity right so i'm like uh, i go and buy a fucking a quest you know oculus quest and i saw on OpenSea that the cheapest land like in sandbox was around four thousand dollars us us dollar so and that is a small little piece it's about four grand so i was like you know what like obviously that's expensive right and i can't ex- afford that right now right just four thousand on like you know a a, a virtual game that you know might not even be shit eventually especially with facebook since they're technically building their own you know what i mean but if you if you go on the sandboxes a uh, website and you look you look at them um they have a map on their website so if you're curious if like with any of this at all i would suggest going on the sandboxes website and uh just look up sandbox map on google and then you will literally see like the map of all these different lands basically it's basically land right and you see all this and you see all these people that have bought land and basically they put like their picture over it right but once you look at that map you see that um big companies are are already like they have a lot of land in the sandbox you know so these companies they're ahead of the game you know these huge companies like companies like atari like you know the the gaming company that uh tesla i don't know if tesla exactly in is in on it but someone had a fucking tesla picture over their land like i don't know you guys got to look at it uh the walking dead for sure is definitely in it they have like a game mode in it uh i saw that adidas was even in it and I, that was recent too i literally just checked that before going or before recording this episode and adidas was new to it and i had noticed because i was doing this research about a week ago I had noticed from a week ago and today, when I went on it today, that a lot of the spaces were gone and spaces were filling up fast. So I was like, oh shit, you know, like I'm kind of like everyone seems like they're buying a piece, you know, are they getting a piece of it? Because who knows, like say you buy like a cheap ass little piece of land, right? Four grand. Who knows if that four grand can actually be something eventually because you buy that land, right? And you can actually like rent it out. Um, I already seen people renting it out. Like you literally see on the map, like people will put like a for rent sign on their shit or for sale, you know, like, oh, they're already trying to make it for profit. But, you know, I just think it's crazy how people are trying to rent out their land and the game's not even developed yet. Like, right. So the game's not developed. I should probably tell you guys that first. Game's not developed yet. It's still getting developed. I don't know. I have no idea when it's going to be developed, but it will be soon. But, I mean, I was watching, like, fake footage on YouTube of kind of, like, an idea of what it'd be like. And it looks dope, you know what I mean? So, I think if the Sandbox sandbox can somehow, you know, like, I don't know, get an app on the Oculus. And you can actually, like, use your virtual uh, real estate. I think that would be so sick. That's kind of what I wanted, but I figured that that shit is not invented yet. But there are people already, like, on it, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. I I thought it was crazy. Like, the thing about the Oculus too was that, like, when I had it, I, I like that shit made me dizzy, bro. Like, it it made me hella dizzy. 
I don't know what the hell it was. I think it was motion sickness, right? I put the game on, and when I'm when I'm chilling, right? I'm like when I'm staying still, whatever. I like I don't know when I'm throwing shit, like you know, just using my hands. I'm not dizzy at all. I'm enjoying it, right? I'm like just enjoying the view. It's cool when I'm staying still. But say you download a game, right? I had down, downloaded a game with my boy Matthew, and I was a soldier, right? I don't even remember the name of the game. I was a soldier, right? And I had like you know this like <laughs> vest on me. And I had, like, you know, ammo clips, grenades, like, flashbangs, you know, an AR, like, a pistol, a knife. And I seen it all right here, right, that I could just grab, you know. And then, I'm, you know, it's fun shooting the shit, like, unloading the gun, you know, like, I don't know, throwing your knife, throwing grenades. It's fun, right, when you're staying still. But as soon as I started moving, like, the analog stick on the uh, of the button, like, you know, of the, qu- the quest, that shit started, it made me feel sick, like, nauseous like bad like to the point where i was literally like i damn near had a puke i like i was only in there for like five minutes and i was trying to do it i was like oh no like this is cool but no like i couldn't it made me feel horrible i was like no no i cannot do this so you know ever since then i think that was that was friday night ever since then i literally have not hopped back on the oculus like i don't know why it just makes me feel like shit i mean i probably could solve it with like popping a motion sickness like pill or whatever and then playing, and then it'll probably make it feel good, but then I don't want to have to take a motion sickness, you know, relief pill every time I hop on the game, you know what I mean? And I was reading on the internet that it says that um, that VR is known for that, like, you know, a lot of people feel sick, and some people get used to it, and some people never do. So I feel like that's a huge factor with this whole thing, you know what I mean? Like, I you can't have people, like being motion sick all the time because a lot of people are not going to want to play this shit you know what i mean i feel like it has to be like perfect it has to be really comfortable on your eyes it has to be very clear and you cannot like when you're walking around you can't be motherfucking like motion sick you know what i mean that's a that's a huge thing i believe that they need to fix because if not you know this thing's gonna have like a roof on its head you know like it's 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 kind of stuck where it's at like you know only for like a certain crowd so i think if they could figure that out somehow and I think they will, you know what I mean? They already have some stuff, like, you know, like the treadmills when you are playing games. But, you know, I just think it needs to be more convenient for these people. But, you know, I, I don't know, man. If I would suggest anyone out there to try virtual reality. This shit is crazy, right? It, if you haven't tried it, I think it's so dope. But be aware that you could get motion sickness and... Don't eat on a full last meal because I had a full ass meal before I hopped in that world, and I swear I was on the verge of puking. <laughs> that it made me feel like shit, like legit. I I felt horrible. Like I felt like my head was spinning after. It sucked. So be aware if you ever try that, you know. But back to the um the sandbox land, you know, like the digital real estate. Uh, I mean, I don't have you know that money right now, like four grand, but. I mean, maybe eventually, you know what I'm saying? Like, if once it develops, whatever. I might cop it later, you know, maybe in the future. I think I think it is the future, but I'm not, you know, it's just so new where I'm not 110% sold on it, you know what I mean? Like, something in my gut is, like, kind of getting me to, like, hesitate back, so I'm going to listen to my gut, right? But, I mean, who knows? I mean, while we're on the topic of just investing in general, I want to talk about um, something I've been wanting wanting to invest in and that I had actually just discovered like, I don't know, like a couple days ago. Um, I guess it's really basic knowledge for like, 
I think investors, right? But if anyone out there, you know, is like really new and hasn't really learned, I just thought I might as well, you know, share their information. But I've been wanting to invest in ETFs. And if you don't know what an ETF is, it's it's an exchange traded it's exchange traded funds, right? That's what it stands for. And basically it spreads your money out to like different companies. That's all it is, right? So I've been wanting to, you know, invest. I, I set out a goal this year to have a certain amount invested in my portfolio and I'm not that far away, right? So, you know, before, before the end of the year comes and especially before Christmas season comes, I just want to, um, you know, hit my goal, just invest it and, just, you know, just hit my goal. So, you know, I'll be set, you know, I could... You know, I don't know. It's just my goal. It's something that I, I want to do for like the next five years is this certain amount invest. I, uh, I'd i recommend that to you guys anyways, too. But, you know, I think it's a good idea because the one I'm going to invest in, right? I guess there's all different type of ETFs, right? The one I'm going to invest in is like the most safest. It's like, I don't know. It has like basically I would invest like say, I don't know. Let's just say 500 bucks, right? 500 bucks I invest into an ETF and basically that money spreads like 6% will go into like Apple another 6% will go into like Amazon or let's like another 10% will go into like I don't know Tesla or you know Berkshire Hathaway you know it basically just spreads like that so it's like it's it's almost like very safe money I don't want to say very safe because I don't really know like the knowledge on that shit but you know I think I would suggest it for anyone and one whole share like of that shit is right now about 500 bucks so i mean say you don't have 500 bucks right now right but you want to like spread your money in something like that you know just log in on Robinhood, and you can invest in dollars right like you can do it with as little as like one dollar you know what i mean so if you only want to like invest 10 bucks you only got 10 bucks to invest and you want to like spread it out like that that's where it is that's like you know etf just look it up do your research on it i suggest you guys to go do that spread your money out to different companies you know, it's, I don't know, it's a good idea. That's what I'm going to do. But, you know, I suggest it to anyone. But I actually need a water break right now. <laughs> I'm thirsty. You guys know how it is when I'm talking on this mic. Definitely, I need a water break. But, you know, let me get this quick break in and I'll be right back. Thank you guys for waiting. If you're still here, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I really needed that. My, my throat is still messed up. You know, I still got this sore throat. It sucks. But on to another topic. Um, Yesterday, I went to Kings game again. Yeah, um, I went to the Kings versus 76ers. Uh, it was it was all right. You know what I'm saying? It was all right overall. Uh, We were so close to sitting courtside at that game. And not because we were going to pay. I don't got it like that. <laughs> but because the name of the... Well, let me start with this. The name of the, the uh, Sacramento Kings Arena is called Golden One uh, Center, right? The Golden One Credit Union Center Arena, whatever the fuck. It's a bank, right? So I see, like, the Kings announcer, right? He's all the way, like, in the, the fucking nosebleeds, right? And those that's where our seats were. They were high up. We literally just went for like the experience, right? Or just to just to hang out. It was me, my dad, and my brother, right? 
and my brother is a golden one. Um, you know, he banks with golden one. So, you know, the King's announcer is like right by the section. We're like, just happen to be walking by. Right. And he's like, all right. Like we hear him like, you know, talking from like, you know, the lobby or whatever. And he's like, all right, I'm in section like 204. If you, uh, you know, if I got two courtside tickets or no, he said, I got like four courtside tickets to whoever uh, can show me first that they're a golden one setter, a union member or whatever. So we hear that. My brother starts sprinting over there. I swear. We go over there. Oh my God. We were so close to getting those damn seats. Uh, we were second. We were second. And literally, it was within like a 10 second margin. Everything happened so fast. And then we just look up there, and it was just a family that was already up there. They were like sitting right by him. And I was like, oh man, like if they weren't just sitting there and they they weren't members we would have we would have got courtside seats for free like legit like that would have been crazy completely would have changed the night i've never sat courtside it's something i want to do but oh my god like i would have been shook if we got courtside tickets i've like oh my god that'd be sick but we ended up just staying in our normal seats sadly you know but I, i still enjoyed the game you know what i mean the um the thing that sucked about the game last night was that the 76ers had like no one they had no one like in the starting lineup ben simmons we all know about ben simmons acting like a little ass brat he's gone joel Embiid is gone he was i don't even know if he was hurt but he just wasn't there danny green was gone and seth curry was gone and that's damn near like the whole starting lineup you know what i'm saying so the 76ers i'm, I'm not even gonna lie that you know, I didn't even know the players. Like, I didn't even I didn't know one person in in the uh, starting lineup. You know, last night, which did suck. But I, you know, I didn't really care. You know, like it it kind of sucked. But you know, it is what it is. Kings ended up losing after being in lead the whole game, the whole game. Like I'm not even playing. Like it was probably until like two, probably like two minutes left in the game. They gave up like the lead, and it just went on from there. And I think the Sixers ended up winning by like ten plus points or something like that but it was it was the first uh the first game with the new coach alvin alvin gentry i think i'm saying i think i'm pronouncing that right but yeah, it was the first game um with you know the new new head coach or at least a temporary head coach um they had fired luke walton the previous coach a couple days ago which i believe is a good move you know what i'm saying uh i i've never really messed with luke walton like that i i feel like all his teams have kind of just been in the same place like you know they never really get nowhere so, you know, I think Alvin Gentry is actually, I think he's a good coach. I think, I mean, he was a, he was an assistant coach with the Warriors for like the longest. And I thought he was a hell of a coach. And then he got offered, uh, the head coach job in New Orleans for the Pelicans. But he also, I mean, I don't know. I think, he, I think he's a good coach, but I mean, he did lose his first game, but they were winning the whole game. You know what I'm saying? So it could just be player, player execution, you know? But, you know, other than that, I mean, I had fun at the game. You're probably going to catch me at another one. I mean, because that's one thing I like about living close to Sacramento, man. And, like, you know, the Sacramento Kings, they're such a small organization, you know, where their tickets aren't that pricey, which is cool. Because, for example, like, say you go to San Francisco, you know, to go see the Warriors. Like, nosebleed seats, you're looking, like, the absolute cheapest. You're looking at, like, let's see, probably, like, 40 bucks, probably. Like, and that's, you know, and Chase Center, I've never been there, but my brother went the other day and he was like, you know, like that, that stadium is way, way bigger than, uh, or than Golden One in Sacramento. So, 
you know what I'm saying? I, I, I like having a small uh, franchise just by me. You know, it's cool. Just Especially when you get to go see the away teams, you know, like Lakers or whatever. Whenever they come to town, it's cheaper than going like going and seeing like Warriors versus Lakers. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. But I want to talk about also the, the whole uh, Lakers and uh, Pistons fight, the LeBron and Isaiah Stewart fight. Uh, that shit was crazy. Uh, a lot of people were saying it's like the Malice at the Palace, you know, too. I had watched the documentary on Netflix. I forgot the name of that documentary, man. What's the name of that? Oh, man. I don't I have no clue. It might just be called Malice at the Palace. But they have a, like a, a, a documentary on it on Netflix. And, you know, it did remind me of it. Like, lightly, you know, it wasn't like as intense, obviously. But I just think it's funny how it's the Pistons again, you know, like, and they've been through this in Detroit as well. But the funny part about that whole situation, you know, when LeBron like elbowed him and then Isaiah Stewart started bleeding, you know, and then they got in this big ass altercation with both teams and Isaiah Stewart was over here looking like he was trying to kill LeBron. The funniest part is that <laughs> the Pistons and the Lakers play each other again Sunday in L.A. I don't think a lot of people know that, but I was just curious. Right? I was like, man, when are these people going to play each other? So I looked up the Lakers schedule, right? And I had saw that they play again in L.A. on Sunday. Legit. So in a couple days. So that'll be interesting to watch. You know what I'm saying? So if you're interested in that at all, I would tune in maybe like before tip off or whatever and see how it is. I know LeBron had tried reaching out to Isaiah Stewart. And, uh, you know, he tried to apologize. I don't know how that's, you know, going to feel. I don't know how Isaiah Stewart's feeling right now. Honestly, what I think it was, I think LeBron had hit him hard, right? But... LeBron also has people being hella aggressive with him because he's fucking LeBron James, like when they're boxing him out and shit. So I think LeBron just got frustrated and ended up, well, take like elbow or like hitting him in the face, you know. And, you know, it just happened to cut him and he started bleeding like a lot. I don't even think it was like a crazy cut. I just think he got him in a good spot. That just made him, like, you know, I think it looked worse than it actually was. And I think, I think Isaiah Stewart, what it really was, I feel like his ego got bruised, you know, with the best player, you know, fucking hitting him in the face, and then he's bleeding in front of all these people on TV and fucking, you know, all these people in the stands, I honestly believe that his ego got bruised, so he's, he, I think that's why he acted so crazy, because he's like, no, like, you're not gonna make me look like a bitch on TV, but in reality, he fucking looks like a bigger bitch over here chasing all these people, knocking down people over and shit, now the whole team, you know, it's just embarrassing, it's hella embarrassing, so honestly, I think his ego just got bruised, keep it a stack, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I I'm gonna be watching Sunday. I, I'm I'm gonna be watching Sunday. You know, uh, I don't know when the game is. I know my Niners play Sunday, but I don't know. There's a whole lot of sports shit. I also work Sunday too, so I don't know how that's gonna work. But I gotta watch it. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of my Niners, my forty nine, my forty Niners. Um, we won Jacksonville, the Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? I take pride in that, even though the, the Jaguars suck. You know, um, we played very good. Uh, I know we're not that consistent at playing good, at least this season. But we are on, you know, a roll right now. We're playing pretty damn good. Jimmy G is playing like a top-tier quarterback. He's not getting no, like, 400 yards or, like, five touchdowns. No, like, elite, like, Kyler Murray type or Patrick Mahomes type numbers. But, you know, he's getting solid, like, 150, you know, with his, his passing rate being, like, hella good. You know, he's damn near completing all his passes, which is a good sign, you know. For Jimmy to be doing that shit is, 
you know, it's good. I, I think if our, if our Niner team had an elite quarterback, oh, man, it'd be a wrap. I really do think so. But that's also why we drafted Trey Lance, and that's a whole other topic. But, you know, I, uh, all, this winning, right, or this this win, right, it's, it's getting my hopes up for a wild card matchup. <laughs> I mean, we're not Super Bowl bound, right? I, I definitely do not fucking think so. But I still think my team is good, and we're looking at a I'm hoping we make at least a, a wild card matchup. You know what I mean? I think that'd be sick. But we got a big game coming up for us this uh, upcoming week, and we play the Vikings. And the Vikings are five and five as well. So we're both five and five. So I think it's gonna be a hell of a game. It's in Levi Stadium. You know, um, I'm looking forward to that. But I actually, I think I was supposed to go to that game. I don't know. I'm not going regardless. So that sucks. I might be, I might be aiming towards the Texans, Texans versus uh, Niners in Levi Stadium. But I'm also going to the Warrior game in, in uh, a Warriors against Jazz in January. And that Texan game is also in January. I gotta start saving my bread. You know, I can't be keep going to these damn sporting events or whatever. <laughs> but that's a wrap on today's show. Really. Um, before we go, I want to tell you guys that I have an interview with Carlos, the host of, um, the Kayfabe podcast. Uh, basically I already know I have an interview. I had an interview with him, right? That was like my first episode ever, but this interview is different. We get into detail on, um, we get into the details about on like running a podcast, you know, on how to run a podcast. So if you're interested in that, whatsoever or you know because I've, I've had a couple friends or whatever that have told me you know that they they'd consider making one whatever so if you're thinking about starting one i suggest you listen to our um upcoming interview that'll be dropped friday uh, i don't know what time exactly but it will come out friday that is a good episode do not miss that one i would say you want to learn how to run your own podcast you want to hear his story you know like i don't know his details really and how much work it is to run a podcast and how you got to find your audience and your topics and, you know, your editing and what we edit on. And, you know, it re- really get into detail on it. Right. And, you know, we also will be talking about we also will be talking about in another segment. Right. Not not this interview. Right. Just a different thing. We had this idea. Right. This is going to be on the kayfabe podcast on Carlos's. We're going to be doing some sci-fi slash paranormal talk on the show. I would say about two times a month. That's what we're aiming for. Maybe um, maybe more. But, you know, we're going to be talking about um, killers, like serial killers, uh, stories, conspiracy theories, all that stuff. And we'll be starting off with the Zodiac Killer. I know I talked about him, like, in my first couple episodes. Like, that was around the time that the rumors had it, or rumors had said that he was captured or whatever. But we're going to get into debt with that. So if you're any, if you're into any of that sci-fi, paranormal talk, conspiracy theory, I would definitely tune in. A lot of, you know, his audience is into that stuff. I mean, my audience could be into it too, you know what I mean? So if you're into, into that, please check in, you know, his uh, episodes. Uh, I don't, we still have to record it, you know, it's in the process. But when it does come out, I will be promoting it, so I will let you guys know. But uh, we're going to be talking about the details of the Zodiac Killer episode. What it, like, I mean, I'm literally watching the movie, like, right now, like, as we speak. Well, not, like, while recording this, right? But, I mean, like, probably as soon as I, you know, wrap up this uh, podcast, I'm going to edit it, and then I'm going to literally go back to finishing this movie. Like, it's a long-ass movie. It's, like, two and a half hours, so I couldn't just sit through it the whole time. 
but I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it today for sure. But yeah, man, and then I gotta take notes on the movie, <laughs> write stuff down. You know, this podcast and stuff don't stop, man. Yeah, it is what it is. But that's a wrap on today. I want to thank you guys. If you made it this far, again, thank you so much. My podcast has been growing way more than I had imagined. We're going at a fast rate, which is really, really, really cool. I'm grateful for every single one of you listeners. We're, you know, globally listened to, hopefully globally ranked eventually. Uh, I'm just so thankful for all you guys. You know, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All the support. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave me any review on Apple Podcasts. You know, give, leave me feedback, whatever. Let me know something. Let me know some podcast topics. Anything. I appreciate it. I appreciate all you guys. Don't forget to follow our Instagram at InConversationPod on Instagram. Again, that is at InConversationPod on Instagram. And yeah, man, that's a wrap. Look out for um, Carlos's episode coming out this Friday. And uh, yeah, I'm out of here. Peace. Oh